Hello everyone. Uh, today we're going to be playing a game called Mnemonic Cracks in the Mirror by D. Pennyway. Cracks in the Mirror is part of a larger project which is currently being kickstarted called Mnemonic A Weaver's Almanac. The kickstarter is open until September 15th so get in there right away to make this RPG come to life. As you'll see, it's a GM-less, narrative-based RPG with few mechanics, but we all had a real blast playing it. Since no GM is required, we all took turns reading the prompts. We'll link the Kickstarter down below so you can go support the project. You can also find D Pennyway on Twitter at D Pennyway, D-E-E-P-E-N-N-Y-W-A-Y, as well as the game at MnemonicRPG. You can find all of these games at mnemonicrpg.itch.io. Again, link is down below. So let's begin. Introduction. Mnemonic is a game about exploring forgotten places in service of the communities whose history is buried there. This document contains the procedures and prompts needed to play a full session of Mnemonic. This game does not require a facilitator. To play, read the text of each ritual and follow the instructions. Your group will need a single standard-sized poker deck, including two jokers. You may also want to keep a piece of paper or a notepad and something to write with to help you keep track of the world you're exploring. Safety note. Periodically throughout the game, the text will include safety notes that provide specific guidance around potentially sensitive story moments. If the story or the group conversation at any point drifts towards material that makes you feel unsafe, you are also well within your rights to pause the game, to skip over parts that cause you anxiety, or to walk away from the table entirely. Take care of yourself, and take care of each other. So there are three rituals of play. There are the rites of initiation in which we develop and introduce the characters who will be our vessels for exploring the world. There are the rites of exploration, in which we travel to a place of memory and explore our family's history. And there are the rites of reflection, in which we look back on the events of the session. So we'll start with the rites of initiation. And it starts with a little poem here. I spent years looking in the mirror. One day I saw that the mirror was cracked. In the seam, I saw myself. Nervously, I tried to fit the pieces back together, to repair what was broken, to hide what I had seen, but it was no use. The mirror was broken. It had always been broken. The Rites of Initiation Each of you will invent a character to join the group on their journey through the world of mnemonic. Mnemonic is a world painted in silhouette. The outlines are there, but the details are murky. As you explore the world, you will flesh out its history for yourself and your group. Ignore any and all lore that you may have read about this world. From the moment you begin, this world is yours to shape. Before we begin, this game is not designed, nor is it intended, as a space to explore other people's oppression or diaspora. White players should not be engaging with cultures and histories that are not their own. As you play, be mindful of the details and inspiration you draw from the real world, and avoid details from cultures that don't belong to you, especially indigenous cultures, even if you've studied them in an academic setting. 
academic study or proximity to other people's cultures is not a replacement for lived experience. As much as you can, limit your inspiration to details from cultures and communities to which you have a concrete personal connection. Introducing the characters. Follow the instructions on the following pages to create and introduce your character. It's okay if you don't have all the answers. Do the best you can. So we start with the lie. What lie has society endeavored to teach you about yourself? I talk too much. I think too much. I try too hard. Or I'm better off alone. So that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, so we pick one of these. All right, I picked. um, And then you can say what it is. Um, For some of the questions, you don't have to actually answer it. You don't have to have an answer, or you don't have to answer out loud. Okay. I have my answer. Okay, I think I've got mine. Um, I think I have mine. And do we want to share ours? So my lie is that uh, I'm better off alone. I try too hard. Mine is also I'm better off alone. And mine is also I try too hard. Wow. Bunch of try hards over here. <laughs> wow. Bunch of gabarons. <laughs> Consider the following question you do not need to answer. When did you realize the lie was holding you back? Done. Uh, same. Also done. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm gonna share mine. Nobody needs to share theirs. Uh, if you don't want to, but I think I think I realized it very recently. I don't know what specifically caused that realization yet, but I think it was very very recent. I think it's been a few years since I realized. The source. Where do you draw your strength? I draw strength from my connection to other people, from the actions I take, from the lessons I learn, or from the world around me. Done. Done. I'm waffling a little, waffling a little bit on this one. Okay. So I picked, I draw strength from my connection to other people. I said I draw strength from the lessons I learn. I draw strength from the actions I take. And I draw strength from the world around me. What is this? Are we supposed to be, (laughs) are we supposed to be remembering other people's stuff? Not really. How do I win this game? <laughs> By telling a good story. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Consider the following, and you do not need to answer. Until recently, you had no idea that was the source of your strength. What kept you from discovering it? Hmm. Done. 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 So done. The power. What makes you special? I'm a talented healer, a powerful fighter, a gifted magician, or a prolific creator. Done. I think I'm done. Same. I think I'm done. 
feel like I know what Klaus picked. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> Klaus, so what'd you pick? What did you think I picked? That you're a fighter. <laughs> Powerful fighter. <laughs> I did see that, but I didn't pick it. Oh. oh, interesting. What did you pick? Creator. Oh, okay. nice. Not the healer. I knew it wouldn't be the healer. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the inappropriate time for me? An inappropriate time for me to tell you that I'm a talented healer. <laughs> nice. Well, I am a gifted magician. And I am, like Klaus, a prolific creator. Yeah. Consider the following. You do not need to answer. This specialty frequently gets you in trouble from your community. What keeps you from giving it up entirely? And could you if you wanted to? Done. Yeah, this one I think I'm going to answer out loud. Because what I'm thinking is that as as a creator in my community, people don't understand the purpose or the value of the things that I create. But I keep going because I understand what the purpose is, even if nobody else does. I think I'm going to answer this one out loud, too. Uh, and I'm going to say... I don't give it up because I feel I heal more good than bad. And I don't think that I could give it up. I'll answer part of it. I think I don't give it up because it's innate. And it will always be something that I am doing. I'm going to hold on to mine. Which species best describes you? A drake? Which is a winged dinosaur-like people who can breathe Done. fire. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> a fae, a small fairy-like people. Gym folk, human-like people who can change their appearance. A human, who look most similar to humans outside of fiction. Spiderkin, arachnoid people who could spin webs out of silk. Or sunchild, people made out of metal and stone and magic who cannot die. These species are broad categories of people, and what you look like within your category is entirely up to you. This is actually harder than I thought it was going to be. Because <laughs> then you mm -hmm. read Sun Child, and you're like, oh. Right? <laughs> oh. I was like, I was like, it's in a big Drake, and then I went down to the bottom, I'm like, wait. <laughs> that one is very good. I think I have mine. All right. I think I have mine, too. Mm-hmm. I'm just a human. Mm -hmm. Okay. I am going to be gemfolk. I'm also gemfolk. Mm -hmm. This is hard. My heart says Drake, but I also like Sunjot a lot. Drake. Consider the following, and you do not need to answer. What makes you stand out from the other members of your species? Is it a physical feature or something less tangible? Okay, I already got this. <laughs> Yeah, I can get to. Yeah, I think I got it. Yeah. Um, for me, I think what what stands out isn't exactly a feature, because gem folk can change their appearance, but that 
it wasn't until later than usual that I started doing that and actually changing my appearance. It's like it didn't come to me until later. I think for my character, um, my appearance changes with my emotions, and so they're impossible to hide. Um, but my eyes are always a bright sapphire. I think I'll hold on to mine a little. I'll hold on to mine. Does Klaus have a character voice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which city do you call home? Sun City, a, metro- a bustling metropolis. Ironhold, a city of forges. Luckwater, an island academy. Luria, a distant port town. Rinwood, an ancient forest. Or Tower, a desolate ruin. Done. 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 I'm from Luria. I'm from Ironhold. I'm from Luckwater. I'm from Rinwood. So we're all from different places. Look at that. Consider the following. You do not need to answer. Why did you leave home, and who do you miss most? Done. 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 I think I'll share mine. I I left because there had to be a place for me somewhere, and it clearly wasn't where I was. But I miss um, my younger sibling. Um, I think. I left home because, well, relating to the idea of people not understanding the purpose of my creations, I wanted to go out and find somewhere where they would be more appreciated or find people who would appreciate them more. But uh, the person I miss most, I think, is... A friend of my parents who's one of the teachers at the academy who didn't really understand what I was doing any better than anybody else did, but at least was a little more encouraging than some of the others. Do we want to switch narrators or should I keep going? Uh, might be a good time to switch. You want me to go? Yeah. Sure. Naming ceremony. What is your chosen name? Every person is given a name at birth, but you no longer use that name for yourself. Pick your chosen name from the below list of common names, or choose one of your own design. Could be names of plants or animals like iris, moss, lily, ash, willow, mouse, sparrow. Names of natural elements like rain, winter, moonlight, cinder, stone, aurora, aster. Or the name of physical objects like spindle, cog. Winder, or blade, lock. And then, I guess, naturally, pronouns. Introduce us to your character using their chosen pronouns. An example is provided. Moss is a spiderkin from Tower. She has her secrets. And that she keeps to herself. But one thing you should know about her is that she is gifted with magic. Although it has gotten her into trouble in the past. Names are the hardest. Mm-hmm. It was really hard. <laughs> okay, I think I have mine. Yeah, I've got mine. I've got mine. Yeah, got mine. Let's go first. Uh, I'll go. 
So Latch is a gem folk from Luckwater. They usually, by default, use they, them pronouns, but that kind of depends on what they look like at the time. Usually how they appear is a clue to what pronouns they actually want you to use. So sometimes she, sometimes he, but they is the safest. Um, They are a prolific creator and inventor, and... They're always working on something new. So Ink, I-N-K, is a human magician from Ironforge. He's fairly soft-spoken and shy, but is a naturally powerful magician. Um, He's trying to use his magic to to help people that he meets, um, though he doesn't have a lot of control over how his magic tends to manifest. But he has a good heart. Um, Twilight is a gemfolk healer. She is from Luria, and she left because people no longer wanted her gifts. She tries her hardest to be helpful, but her changing physical appearance betrays her thoughts. Vynoctin. Vynoctin is a drake from the still smoldering ashes of Rinwood. He knows what he did. Everyone does. The ashes from that Christmas Eve still cover the ground like snow on the hillside. The scars of his creation remind us. Wow, that was intense. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, shit, all right. <laughs> How do you spell his name? Um, it's German for Christmas. That doesn't help me, but okay, thank you. (laughs) Consider the following you need not answer. Do you remember your given name? Who do you still allow to use it? Okay. Got mine. Got mine. I got mine. Same. Limitations. Declare and record one limitation of your character, something that, when it comes up prevents you from continuing on the path. You might be able to find a different way forward, or someone else might be able to help you, or your limitation might simply stop you where you are, or force you to retreat. Some examples, afraid of heights, snakes, or deep water, social anxiety, partial or total impairment of hearing or vision, unable to walk or run without assistive device. Safety note, avoid making jokes at the expense of your character, especially if they have limitations that you do not. If at any point a limitation comes up in the fiction that you don't feel comfortable exploring, you may divert the story away from that moment. If you or your group are unable to engage with a limitation safely and respectfully, fuck off. Or change it to something else. (laughs) (laughs) What the description should say, but the author decided against it. (laughs) They were very polite. (laughs) Is this when we say in public, it sounds like, declare? Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Yeah, mine. I got mine. I think I have mine. So Ink is terrified of darkness. Like, severely phobic of the dark. Vynoctin is afraid of fire. Uh, Latch gets very hyper-focused and has trouble with being able to see 
what they should actually be paying attention to at the moment. And uh, it's there, but I couldn't. It 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 it's too fitting. Uh, Twilight has severe social anxiety for reasons that I've already discussed. <laughs> Consider the following: You need not answer. How do you overcome your limitation in your daily life? When does your limitation become too much of an obstacle for you? It's got my. Done. Same. Mm, done. You agree. Somehow you all came together in the same community, eventually forming a group of your own. Discuss the following questions as a group. Where did you meet? Did everyone join the group together or did some join later? What circumstances brought your group together? What do you remember from that day and what have you chosen to forget? Do others remember it? So where did we meet? That's a good question. We may want to take some of these questions out of order. Sure. If anybody has an idea about one of them. Um, hmm. So we have two gem folk, a human and a drake. Mm-hmm. Okay. All from different places. I probably left Renwood to come to somewhere else. So maybe that somewhere else is where we met. Maybe, uh, maybe we kind of met up at different times. I could see Ink, uh, taking to Twilight if he saw her heal somebody and was like, "Can you teach me how to do that? Because I have this magic thing, and <laughs> I want to, I want to help people." Um, Swan, remind me of where Ink is from. Ink is from Ironforge. Okay, that's what I. Th- thought I kind of have the feeling that that might have been the first place that Latch went to after leaving home maybe we all met at Ironforge and then left together or somewhere near there what circumstances brought us together Ink and Twilight had an idea or wait, latch. Yeah, ink and twilight. You're right. Was it ink? Okay. Yeah. If if ink saw twilight healing, he'd want to learn it. how to help people. So. And. <laughs> this magic is just kind of does what it does. Twilight would have been very quiet when that happened. And you probably would have seen her change appearance a few times. <laughs> like weird flashes of images of hair color changing and train just like a change in posture or change in wild change in expression suddenly until eventually you would have said, Okay. <laughs> I I have something that if if you think it makes sense might tie into to that. Um if I, what I'm thinking is I kind of like the idea of 
latch working on something that got out of their control and maybe injured somebody or perhaps himself. Yeah. And needed which a could healer. be why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then why Twilight skills came in handy. And then maybe Ink had already found Twilight by that point and so followed Twilight to see more of the healing. Which is how Ink met Latch and then they're both in Mm-hmm. And then you said you were an inventor too, right? No, you're a magician. Yes. Maybe Vinoctin has heard of the creations of Latch and has sold her out um, to learn more about how she creates things. Though I think on that particular day, uh, he rather than she or they. Okay. So maybe you guys were working on something together and that's when it mm-hmm. went haywire. And then Ink and Twilight showed up in the scene. There was a bit of a kerfuffle. Yes. Maybe some bleeding involved. What do we remember from that day? One thing that came to mind for me would be if that device or whatever the creation um, caused fires, um, why Nocton may have ran and fled, depending on what it was. Um, I'm I'm cool with that if you want to go that direction. Just throwing it out there. I didn't know what you were imagining. I didn't really have any specific idea of like what this uh contraption or how this con- contraption malfunctioned um so you can put a pin in that thought and see if anyone else has some ideas I think that was the first day well one of the first days that ink really was able to like channel his magic in a way that he wanted it to work to maybe help stop whatever the thing was doing. And so it was like a bigger effect that he was able to like control more of his magic than he usually can. I think whatever it is that Ink did um gave Latch a new idea for improvements to the contraption. Gotta say, my mental image of Latch right now is just Entrapta from <laughs> Shira. <laughs> and I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> I think what Twilight remembers from that day is that. And that was probably the most amount of people that she had been around for a very long time. After those answers, maybe Finocton remembers how good you all seem to be healing, using magic to, you know, protect people from a malfunction. Brilliant in creation. So I guess the last question for each of us then. 
is what have you chosen for to forget and do others remember it? I think if Vinopton sounds like he didn't really partake in stopping the thing. Probably not as active a role, no. So I think maybe Ink, it's less of forgetting and more of his memory is more, has, has Vine often being more involved. That he, he's sort of like, it was all of us. It was all four of us. And I think in hindsight, like inflates the role maybe that Vine often had. And I think that flows naturally into maybe Vinoctin didn't help very much because he is afraid of fire. And though this wasn't a forged fire or anything, it's Iron Forge. And there's a lot of forges around, and maybe they got to him. And he stood back and didn't get close, and he was afraid. And he hopes no one else remember his fear. Do you think he was already on edge from I the think forges? So. Yeah, probably. You know, and if a barrel got knocked over or a torch fell over, maybe that was enough. I think Latch has chosen to forget how it was something that they did that caused the malfunction, that caused all this hubbub. And so, like, looking back, it's like, oh yeah, this the thing just kind of happened. And then everybody came together and fixed the problem, and it was great, and it had nothing to do with me making a mistake. Twilight? I think Twilight chose to forget how she felt that day. That's really inter interesting to me because of how much her emotions show in her appearance. I feel like a lot of other... Yeah, because like, I feel like a lot of other people would remember that mm -hmm. because of that, but she chose to forget it. I have mine, but I'm going to... Oh, wait. Sorry, I was looking ahead. <laughs> I have mine for that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> I am not looking ahead, but... Sorry. <laughs> what, did, what did Ink choose to forget? Uh, that Vinoct was afraid. Oh, yeah, that's right. Did we answer all of those, do you think? Yeah, I think oh, yeah. so. I think so. Okay. Consider the following. You need not answer. What secrets have you kept from the group to protect yourself or your family? I have mine. Mm. I got mine. I have mine. This is really hard. <laughs> okay, I have mine. Um, alright, so that moves us down to family. I want to read these next two pages, and then maybe I'll turn it over. That's okay. Because okay, then I'll go to rights of exploration, and that'll be a next thing. Family. The world is made up of many families. Some of them intersect. Some are isolated. Your family shares your culture, many of your needs, some of your pain. Your family also includes specific ancestors, People who lived during moments of history whose stories may or may not have survived the passage of time. Each member of your traveling group comes from a different family, but your group, too, is a kind of family, with its own need, shared pain, and culture. When the text mentions family, it is referring to the family you come from beyond your traveling group. 
within these two kinds of families is you. Only you know who you are, who you want to be. You have your own needs and pain. You share connection with the other members of your group beyond the meals you share around the campfire on the path towards your destination. You may not know what it is just yet, but it's there, waiting to be explored. Consider all of this as you make your journey to the places of memory. I had spent years staring into that mirror. Decades. Seeing what they wanted me to see. Being what they wanted me to want to be. No more. Let the thing shatter. I'm done hiding. Um, do you mind if we take a break at this point for a few minutes? And then we can come back to the rights of exploration. Okay. What time? Um, 15, maybe 10, 10 minutes. Okay. Okay. 